What's up, everybody? We are high of, I mean, full of energy today on this afternoon. <sighs> Dude, just welcome to. Just leave me alone. Re- welcome to <laughs> ra- rabbit, rabbit trails. <laughs> just kidding, everyone. I'm not depressed. I'm feeling good. No, today. we're full of energy, full of life. Vitality, yes. but I did have to wake up very early this morning, four a.m. But you normally get up at four thirty a.m. That's true. So, but I also woke up multiple times during the night because my youngest daughter Claire is sick. She doesn't. Know my how wife to sleep. really was the real MVP. She was putting Claire on her chest, coddling her, consoling her. Nice. I really just kind of did a couple of trips downstairs to get some medicine for her. So. Couple flights. Shout out to my wife. You the real MVP, babe. Wow, that was cute. You the real MVP. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing good. How are How are you? You well. You're tired. I'm I'm pretty good. Man, we we played some crazy basketball yesterday. It wasn't very long, maybe twenty thirty minutes max. But it was one of the more intense two on two games I've had in a while. And by the end, I was toast. It's the only two-on-two game that I've ever played. In all fairness, though, I'd already worked out that morning and gotten some cardio, and so I was already pretty tired. Sometimes it's really hard to recover when you have those little stumbles. Sometimes it is. Like it's it's like your brain gets in a, an endless loop of stuttering. Wow! And you like you know what I mean? You like can't I think I know stop what you mean. messing up. And just I, finish I your dang sentence. Uh, <laughs> For sure. Yeah, sometimes I feel really good about that. And then other times it's like saying saying words are hard. Yeah. Other times. But it depends. Depends on how awake I am. How alive, alert, awake, enthusiastic you are. If the caffeine's kicking in. So what do you want to talk about, dude? I don't know. What do you want to talk about, dude? Well, we could talk about basketball some more. I'm not here. I want to ask. I'm not a basketballer. I want to ask you a question. Okay. How do you define a leader? Wow. I thought is this Sutton Light podcast or is this Rabbit Trails? This is Rabbit Trails. Uh, A leader, one who leads. Is that too serious for you? No, no, no. Well, I mean, it is two minutes into the. No, it's not too serious. This is supposed to be funny podcast. It's not too serious. Make it funny. It's a comedy podcast. Um, a leader is the one who's in charge. Mm. Very basic, very basic definition. The one who's in charge of a group. Wow. Of individuals. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. One who's in charge of a group of individuals. The one who's been given the power and the authority. Yeah. Basic definition. Okay. You could go, I mean, it depends. So do you have to be in charge to be the leader? Um, in charge, not necessarily, you just take a picture of me? No. Oh. Uh, in charge could also mean, like, passively in charge. Like, you're in charge of, um, hmm, what am Hmm. I trying to say? I think you might know what I'm trying to say, but, like, someone could be leading by example, and they're think not necessarily that word real quick in charge. Where do you think that came from? Uh animals charging. 
It came from animals. Charging. I, I think so. That's what you think the word in charge came from. That's where I, th- you think I think of came a, from. I think of a herd. You don't think it came from battles? Charge. Well, I think animals existed before uh, <laughs> armies. So you think the word in charge came from? No, I don't. But <laughs> but the first thing that came to my mind in charge is a, a a charging herd of cattle. No, that's fair. Okay. But yeah, I guess but why did why did they say charge? Why do armies say charge? Because a group of people is charging. At, They're charging their like enemy. their phones. Yes. Charge. No, no they're not we charging said, their phones. They're charging. We have to say different words. We got to stop with that. They're pursuing. It, they're pursuing their enemy at full, full speed. That word doesn't doesn't sound like a real word anymore. Charge. It's weird though. Charge can mean like that you're running with an army, and it can also mean that you're replenishing the battery on your phone. Yeah. Full charge. Definitions, man. Man, Cra- crazy. It can also mean that you're commissioning someone. You're I charging you. someone. Yeah. We had that. Um, I remember we had senior charge. That was like a thing. We had a chapel. Dude, that brings me back. So I remember we had senior charge at school where in different areas, ministry areas, and then sports teams, the senior were charging underclassmen and they would have to say some words. And so people prepared for that. People would like prepare for it for like maybe even a month before. Yeah, I remember you want to make sure you say the right words. I was at breakfast that morning. You were you a senior school? or are you I was being a senior. charged? No, I was a senior. I got charged and then it was my time. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a charger now. I, I was a chargee. Now I'm charging somebody else. And so I'm in the cafeteria and <laughs> my guy, Gunner, who I'm going to charge, walks up to me, sits down and is like, Hey man, like you excited for chapel today? He's like, are you excited to charge me today? And I was just like, what what did you say? He's like, it's our, it's our charge chapel. I don't know if he said it that way. That sounds funny. Charge chapel. chapel. And and he was just like, yeah, you like, are you ready to kind of like give your speech and, and share like a little puppy. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. And like, I got my heart just sunk because I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to say. Did you forget uh, it? Really don't remember all I rem- I actually kind of remember what I what I said. I really kind of uh I didn't I didn't flub it, but I um I really fluffed it, I guess is the word. Like I really just came up with fluffed something it up. on the spot. And I was just like the <laughs> the first thing I said was and it didn't get a whole lot of laughs. The great theologian Ricky Bobby once said, "If you're not first, you're last." That was the first <laughs> thing I said. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not a whole lot of laughs, to be honest. I was kind of disappointed. Mm, I'm sorry. And then I said, you know, that's the motto I live by for a lot of my life. And then I proceeded to talk about how our soccer team had a losing record that year and how it was really hard. But how when you're on a team that doesn't win all the time, it takes even more perseverance. And I said, that's the quality that I think of when I think of this person that I'm about to charge today is they have perseverance and, uh, and, and that kind of quality will take you far in life further than sports. And like, that was kind of roughly what I said, but I could tell I was like looking around at some people. And I think since it was a little shorter too, Mm -hmm. I think people were like, (laughs) 
who is this guy? <laughs> like, Get this guy off the stage. <laughs> like other people were like brought out like their like binders with like double sided speech and they're like character in the defi- in Webster's dictionary is defined as and I was just like that sounds like a, that sounds like a valedictorian giving a speech at graduation. <laughs> and then some <laughs> they of them pause like, every few words. Romans twelve thirty six says he who finds hope is one who hopes with <laughs> others. And I was just like, as I'm sitting there, I'm just like, stop, please. And I walk up, no notes. Great theologian, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> it was so bad. So anyways, that's what I think of when I think of the word charge. I feel like the good thing about when someone looks up to you, I don't know if this individual looked up to you. It sounds like he did if he was like saying, asking if you were ready for the charge. I think um, you looked looked up to me. Yeah. I feel like the good thing about that is like it doesn't necessarily really matter what you say to to some degree mm. um as much as it might seem like it should mm. like no, I think you're right. the content like, of what you're saying is probably not as important right to others as it is to me and like in that moment. it means a lot more to them than you would think right um but you don't necessarily really know that what was the most embarrassing moment for you with a mic in your hand? Um, I, I mean, I don't find myself with a mic in my hand very often. Other, well, not now I do because of the podcast and the other podcast, but, uh, I don't know. I honestly, I have no idea. Do you have something in mind with that question? Well, what I brought up, you speak into microphones a lot more than I do. I, I can think of a couple things, um, I just got a stitch in my chest, which just hurts. Oh, you ever have those ones where you, if you breathe in deep, you're like, ow, ow, ow. Yeah, yeah. You keep talking. Uh, Sorry. Well, most stitch. most of the time, I'm singing into a microphone, and those aren't my own words that I'm making. True. You know what I mean? I'm. I mean, I'm making the words. I'm not like thinking of the words on the spot. Um, they're. They're just someone else's words, and they're the same every time. So it's not like, um, I mean, I guess a voice crack would be the closest thing, but I don't think that's what you're getting. Oh, at. I remember that one time you said that you were, your crush came to youth group and you sang off key. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was hard, right? Yeah, I invited a girl to to youth group. Was it your crush? Well, we had met on Snapchat. Wow, your well, generation is so different. E- we liked each other. Uh, not really. Our, our generations are pretty much the same generation. Are you a millennial or I'm Gen in the Z? Mi- I'm on the cusp. Yeah, I when I think of you I think of Gen Z though. I'm on the cusp, but well, I take offense to that. Uh really? A little bit. I think of you more as Gen Z than a millennial. No offense. I already I already said that I took offense to it, so you can't say <laughs> no offense after I said that. <laughs> <laughs> then you go I'm on the cusp, it. but I feel more millennialish because of because I'm the youngest and my brothers are mm. uh, born in ninety and ninety two. What so year were you born? Ninety seven. Okay. Which, Maybe. depending on your source, that's right. That is right on the cusp, isn't it? Yeah, depending on your source, You're like that the is last the last year of the millennials. Yeah, the last um, of the Mohicans, the last of the millennials. But we should make a movie about you. We always had like ninety stuff because. All the stuff was my brother's stuff, and I just also used it. So that's that's why I, I 
I so feel more on that side. She came because you Snapchatted her. Yes. Well, no. So one of my other friends Snapchatted me, uh, and it was my friend and this other girl that then I asked for her Snapchat. It was like at the beginning of Snapchat, kind of. It wasn't like, it was relatively new. Um, but yeah, so it was, she came to youth group for the first time. It was the first day that we had met because I invited her to Sunday school that morning. Mm. And that was when we first met in person. Um, and yeah, I had to lead worship and I was, I was leading um, Come Thou Fount. Yep. And I forgot to put my capo on. So I, and, and, Back then, my sense of what key to start singing in was was atrocious. Tell me if this is good. No, I'm not going to say. Um, Did you think I was going to do it? What? Do I? Sing. Oh, then, yeah, yeah. Should I? You're not going to. Um, Come thou fount of every blessing. Nice. How I that? don't know what key that's in, but... Um, that's that's how I would start if I was going to. Nice. Anyways, Did I started singing in the wrong... I did get a little... Yeah, I did, definitely. Wow. Yeah, it was beautiful. Thank you. Um, I started singing the wrong key, and then I was like, oh, shoot, I forgot to put my capo on, haha. And then I put my capo on, and then I still started singing in the wrong key. Oof. Because I, like, couldn't remember where the starting pitch was. Oof. It was, and then I had to stop again and restart again, and it was like, ugh. And in reality, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, no, it's not a big deal, but... Especially when forgetting. you're on, that's the thing. When you're on a stage, everything feels like a bigger deal. Yeah, it's like when you're in a conversation with someone you don't know as well, your mistakes feel bigger. Yeah, like if you like kind of uh, my awkwardness feels more if you laugh noticeable. And, um, spit comes out of your mouth. Yeah, awkward. You see it fly. Maybe it fell on their nose. They're not gonna see. Yeah, <laughs> in their in their ears. <laughs> They're not going to say anything about it because in the moment, if it I did that to not. you, we would joke it off. And too, that's I'd be like, disgusting. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> but if I did that and I didn't know you that well, I am internally dying at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I completely understand. On stage, it's like 10 times worse, too, because yeah. every single little thing that you do is amplified, magnified. Yeah, amplified. When, uh, when I was in college, I was on I was singing in chapel, and uh, first of all, I'm not good at like saying anything in between songs or before a song or anything like that. Um, but this time, I was like, I wanted to say something, and I wanted to say, uh, "Please stand with us as we declare the glory of God." Right, right. together. <laughs> nice, uh, good start. But I, instead of declare, I said declore for some. <laughs> stupid reason my my mouth said that uh so i was like declare declare the glory of god or whatever and i was like like an australian let's declare the glory of god yeah i was i was thinking about it like through the whole song through all the songs i was like just thinking about how that happened the rest of the day and i like Like, why brought it up to someone in my class right after and and like nobody even nobody noticed like how did you not notice that was so obvious to me but i know it's like it's funny what you're saying little things throw you off right because then if you do it makes everything worse and more awkward but really not a lot of people care or notice or they do and they're like oh he said that funny and then they move on really they forget about it right i still remember it (laughs) right it's so funny how that is why Uh, do you think we have that do you think that's straight from the devil himself or what oh absolutely 
Because it's horrible. Yeah, it really is. It's not from God, that's for sure. What's your most... They call that rumination, if you think about a mistake too much. Ruminating. You ruminate. It's a good word. It's a better word than charge, for sure. Ruminate. Ruminate. Yeah. Not roommate, ruminate. Do you think... So I was just thinking about this when you said chargers. No, when you said charge. The the chargers, the football team. Yeah. I always thought it was like something to do with lightning because they're, they're thing is a lightning bolt and it's yeah. electricity it charges stuff but is it because they're they run at you they're charging maybe it's at double you double entendre that's a good mm. point or maybe it's a coincidence i think it has more to do with the i'm i'm, I'm guessing that they were sponsored by the la is that la they're in la yeah. yeah they were san diego now they moved to la maybe they're sponsored by a power company gatorade early on gatorade they have a. They were charged up by some Gatorade. Gatorade is good. What's your favorite mm. Gatorade flavor? Uh, Blue Frost. I think that's one. It's funny Gatorade. It it doesn't have like actual real life flavors. Like it's not like great is it blue. <laughs> it's like Blue Frost. It's blue, like red. Oh yeah, that that. that. Glacier, I taste that frost, a lot. Glacier freeze. I can put my 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 finger on that. The light blue. Yeah, blue yeah, frost. Yeah, the light blue is so good. I don't I feel like a lot of them don't have actual like natural flavor sounds to them. No, it, the light like blue the is frost. You're drinking orange vanilla. Is that right? Yeah. I, yeah Those are two, two flavors things that I very much can like put put my tongue on. <laughs> and yeah. know what those are. But blue frost that is very vague. Strange. Yeah. But well, it's it's really good. Well, frost is like the line. There's like multiple frost. Right. F- frost glacier freeze is a light blue. Mm. Which sounds so refreshing. That, Something about a glacier just sounds refreshing. So refreshing. Yeah. On a hot day? Yeah. When you're done playing football, all your pads Give on. me the glacier. When you're done playing 30 minutes of 2v2, pick up basketball oh, and you're Give sweaty. me the light blue. You can barely see because you're dizzy now. Because you lost so much sweat. I'm still dizzy. Someone passes you a nice cold blue frost glacier freeze. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Frost glacier freeze, yeah. Frost gr- glacier freeze. Frost glacier Frost glacier freeze. You can do it. <laughs> frost glacier freeze. Say that, say that three times fast. You no. cannot. There's no frost way. Frost glacier freeze. Frost glacier freeze. Frost glacier freeze. Frost gr- <laughs> I basically I did it. I can't even do it. Frost gr- <laughs> No. This is not good content. Glacier. <laughs> people think this is funny yeah yeah <laughs> and you you think it's funny uh what's tell me about an embarrassing mic or phone time you were um, gonna share but then you got your chest pain oh you had heartburn that's a good question embarrassing microphone it. moment i thought i shared it with my um my story of not getting any laughs i didn't think that was a microphone comment. moment yeah, I had a microphone. I was front in front of the whole school. Oh, that was the chapel, in front of the entire school. Oh, okay. I uh, I wasn't was. picturing it right. I know what chapel is, dude. I didn't know you were. That was our entire school. That was. I, I know you were in front of people in front of them, dude. Okay, that I had to say that in front of. Wow. I had okay, that's that. a lot different than in my mind. I was picturing it like just. And I was you in a group at them with longing eyes of affirmation. Laugh, please. You're like, huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nothing. Please, someone. Crickets. Pity Were there laugh. crickets? Anything. 
No, I don't think it was that bad. I think I got some chuckles, you know, here and there. <laughs> I think it was one of those things, too, where it's like Talladega Nights. That's a reference there where you're going into a movie now that probably a lot of people have seen, but it's a little bit more on the um, inappropriate comedy side. Oh, I think it has maybe some, so nobody wanted to admit that they'd seen it right, at a Christian, here we are in a conservative Christian, Christian school. Yes, exactly. And you're yeah, like, I can relate. Yeah, should have thought that through. But as a senior in college, you're kind of naive. You're ready to go. You're like, get me out of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I um, I probably would have handled this slightly different now that I look back on it. But it's not. It's definitely not a moment that I think about a lot and go, "Oh, that was horrible." Yeah, it just uh, fell dead, which is there's a difference. But uh, terrible moment with a mic. Hmm. There's probably this moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Right now. Present. Present day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember I was uh kind of cutting my teeth in ministry um during an internship um at Nashua in Nashua Crossway Christian Church. And um I went to the rescue mission, which was a homeless shelter. Um, every Thursday and at noon I would, I would give a little message before the food and they would always have someone give a message. And so I came in, I give like a 10 minute message and practice my, my preaching there on the homeless. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Um, but anyways, I was preaching a message and I look out and one of the guys, his phone rings and he's answered his phone and he's talking on the phone. As I'm trying to preach a message. <laughs> and this is not a huge room. I'm just like <laughs> literally just trying there. to talk over him. Now we're trying to talk over each other. <laughs> I'm preaching a message. He's trying to talk louder on the phone. Before you know it, you're both yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's looking at him kind of in disbelief like, dude, what are you doing? And then eventually I just stopped and I just stared. and I said, when you're done, I'll keep going. And it was just really awkward. And it's one of those moments people that... People were, like, on your side for the most part? People were on my side, That's for nice. sure. Yeah, people... It was just more awkward than anything. Yeah. And... Just disbelief. Yeah, yeah. It was just more just like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> and it was kind of um, one of those moments that's, like, kind of... When you're in a... When you're preaching a message, hopefully you kind of get into, like, a flow. Right. It kind of broke that and was yeah. distracting. You get out of, like, the, out of the mood, uh, out of the where, rhythm. Where was I? Ah, um, here, yeah. yeah. So, Amen. as I was saying, Jesus is our treasure. And, um, <laughs> you know, and now now the air sucked out of the room. People aren't feeling it as much. So, yeah. that, was, that was a pretty awkward moment as Yikes. well. Yeah. But it's moments like that that you're like, oh, I'm glad that happened. So, I have like a reference experience of something like that happens yeah. again. It's, it's good to build again. up a bank of experiences like that. Yeah. That you can like, especially when you're young and it doesn't really matter a whole lot. Yeah, I'm here. Here I am, 20 years old at a rescue mission in Nashua. It's like not that big a deal. Yeah, it as far as big things in my life, it's relatively small. Right. Very safe place to fail. Right, and experience someone answer the phone, not know how to handle it. So, yeah, that's the thing, though, dude. Ministry in general, you get thrown a lot of weird stuff that you're like, oh yeah. This was not in Bible college. Yep. I need to like send an email back to Johnson and just let them know like 
hey, here's change your whole curriculum. Here's all of the things that I've experienced that I want you guys to know that were not taught at Bible <laughs> college at all. <laughs> Demon. I really don't remember much. There was nothing about demon possession, possession or casting out demons at college. Really? Yeah. We've had that here. Experienced that firsthand. There's nothing, there's not a whole lot on, yeah, there's just, the list goes on. I could I could keep going, but. Yeah, a lot of the things, like I don't really remember. Not a whole lot of conflict management. Academic things from college, from the ministry classes. Like I feel like most of what I got from college were like experiences like on chapel band or on uh in different do you fall asleep what your eyes were closed dude no no they weren't yeah just because this is an audio only podcast doesn't mean i'm not going to call you out hello hey hey on. <laughs> hey hello <laughs> yeah 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 hey, I'll be come on man get off the phone <laughs> i'm giving you practice oh yeah oh thank you for real life yeah this is a i forgot place. what i was saying you said in uh college you felt like you got a lot oh, of Oh, I learned more from experiences, yeah. Yeah. And isn't that funny? I feel like in general, although the book knowledge, there's there's a place and time for that, experiences teach you so much more. Yeah. Like, if you could say how many times more an experience can teach you than uh, reading something, what would you say? 100. Really? Yeah. I'd say that's probably true. Well, how often am I, like, exegeting a passage true do you feel like humiliation is a a big way like a big teacher as well humiliation yeah like not sometimes and humiliating someone but like not like as a way a form of punishment enduring the humiliation in life that comes from not being competent in something yeah you live it yeah i gotta learn somehow exactly like I was thinking, I remember when I went down to Georgia with a couple of my friends and it was a Saturday and my buddy Magnus was like, hey, my aunt goes to church on Saturdays. So we show up. It's a Messianic Jewish church. And these are Ooh. these are Christians who follow yeah. the entire law, the Torah as well. Do they have and banners and flags and stuff? All kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so they have this synagogue service, Shabbat, it's a Saturday they're dancing around. Thank God for Shabbat. It's like really interesting. And so we're sitting there kind of shell-shocked that this is happening, kind of intrigued at the same time. Then they break bread afterwards and have a meal. And the people start to proselytize to us and try to convert us to Messianic Jews, as you do. And we're first year in Bible college, and we think, we got this. They kicked our butts six way to Sunday, dude. It was <laughs> terrible. Like, they knew the scriptures so well. They were so persuasive. And in the back of my head, it was so frustrating because I was like, I know they're wrong, yeah, but I can't articulate it. And I don't have the competency to to show them why I, I know that they're wrong. And so for me, though, that was such a great fueling experience for me to go, I need to know what I believe better and I need to be able to articulate it better. So if I go in a situation like that, I'm not going to be like completely dumbstruck. Yeah. And be like, uh, uh, I know, I, I know it's wrong, but I don't yeah. yeah. And they're like, no, like if you knew it was wrong, you would say something like, <laughs> you know? And then I like followed like Pharisees up. a little bit. Yeah. No, it was really weird, dude. 
people who like know, they made some know really their stuff. Great points, and I think it comes down to a lot of biblical interpretation and and um, oh yeah, for disagreements sure. there. But it was just um, yeah, it was very humiliating. That's the word I would use. Very humbling. But I feel like God put me in that situation to be like, you got to know your stuff, dude. And also as a freshman in college, I was just wrapping up my freshman year of college. And Confident. I felt like I knew everything. Oh, yeah. I felt like I was like, move aside. I can be senior pastor at any church right now. Yeah. I was so you got freshman confidence. So arrogant. Yeah. And that kind of got beat out of me as well. Because I was like, I took a hermeneutics class. I took a basic Christian beliefs. Yeah, I took homiletics. I know the word exegete. Yeah, I know all that. And I read some like David Platt books and Christian books and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I felt really... Felt radical. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice <laughs> yeah, reference. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. I got really hum- humiliated. You got your handed to you. But then I learned. It was good fuel for me to learn. Fuel the fire. Mm-hmm. Boom. I think sometimes, though, we insulate ourselves from uncomfortable experiences. Oh, for sure. So for that sure. so that we don't have to face the discomfort, but because of that, we don't grow. Right. Or we don't have those moments where we get kind of exposed, and sometimes those exposing moments are exposed. beneficial in the long, long run because we're like, okay, I need to get back to the books. I need to get back to the drawing board. I need to... Back to basics. You need to figure out what I believe in. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So anyways, I don't know where I was going with that, but... I don't remember. How experience is the best teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Humiliation. Humiliation. You can either be humble or be humiliated. Yeah, I was actually thinking of that when you were talking like they kind of are the same thing being humbled and being humiliated but one of them is a choice a lot less negative yeah like humiliation is negative have you ever been embarrassed before (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) what no never what do you think that comes from being embarrassed yeah i don't know but i it's it's definitely like a chemical thing in the brain, I think. Yeah. Because there's think, like a physical sensation that happens when you're embarrassed. Yeah. It's the worst feeling. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Sometimes it's funny. But a lot of times it's not. And you're just like, oh, I want to hide and die. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I feel like embarrassment's one of those things. I was, I was thinking about that. Like, what, what is embarrassment? Where does that come from? Um... I think part of it too is it's kind of like this feeling of insecurity. Your ego is kind of getting poked at a little bit. I think there's another part of um, embarrassment that's like fear that you're going to get rejected by others. Where it's like, oh, that was silly. Like people are going to reject me or someone makes fun of you and you're like, oh no, like they're going to kick me out. Yeah. Or they're going to think less of me. I think a lot of embarrassment has to do with what we think other people think of us. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know. Yeah. I get embarrassed at, like, random times, though. <laughs> like, the other day, I was, uh, I found these these bubble, this bubble solution. It's Dawn soap and cornstarch in water, and you mix it up, 
and it makes this like this syrupy concoction mm. and then you take two sticks and you put a cotton thread around them and so it's kind of like one thread goes under one th- thread goes above and basically you dip it into the into the bubble solution you spread the sticks out and as you spread the sticks out the strings come apart and you can make huge bubbles just look it up online i probably didn't just write type in on youtube how to make big bubbles and you'll see it <laughs> and so i did that with my girls first of all really fun how Second to make all, big bubbles super addicting <laughs> 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 it's so ridiculous. <laughs> so, I, w- I would be embarrassed if someone saw that on my search history. <laughs> it's on there. Oh man, it could be worse. It could absolutely be worse. <laughs> so I I start doing that with my daughters, and it was so fun. Proud dad moment. Now I'm getting addicted to it, and I live in kind of a congested neighborhood. And my, both of my daughters are asleep, and I'm still outside. Making, making bubbles. bubbles. And so I'm kind of in the zone, like dipping it in. And then I'm like spreading the sticks out, making bubbles. And all of a sudden, my neighbor, a couple doors down, who I don't know her as well as some of my other neighbors, she's walking her dog. <laughs> and I'm like doing this. <laughs> and I look up. And I make direct <laughs> eye contact with her. <laughs> and he, I just realized I am She's like, what a the heck almost are you doing? 30-year-old <laughs> grown man playing with bubbles with my daughter's nowhere to be seen. And I, I was so... You're like, no, I have daughters, I just swear. had this like moment of self-awareness flush over me. And I just kind of like put my head down, put the bubbles down, and just walked inside. <laughs> I was like, I can't be doing this. This is... It's funny though. It's like if my daughters were with me, it would have been. Nor- would've I would have been like, "Oh, cool!" But since I was just completely alone and enjoying <laughs> this by myself, I was just like, "I look so stupid right now." Like, I and swear, so, my daughters were just here, and it was just one look, and I just felt so self conscious. It was so funny. So, yeah, it's kind of wired into us to feel that way, to kind of be like perceptive and constantly evaluating and critiquing ourselves. Yeah. I think part of it is, I think part of it is in some way related to like your mental health Mm -hmm. in some way. Like I feel like there's been times that I've been embarrassed by something that has happened in the past and it hasn't been embarrassing in the past or vice versa. Like something that has been embarrassing to me happens again and it's not embarrassing for some reason. Like doesn't right elicit that same reaction for yeah me. it can really uh, uh, depend on the state that you're in when when you when the m- moment happens of right. embarrassment is yeah, that what exactly. you're saying yeah yeah and like something silly if you're in a really good mood that you do you could play off and make funny but if you're not and you're kind of out of it and then it happens and you have nothing witty to say you're just like kind of caught in your embarrassment right. in that moment you're like oh. but there's like sometimes that i've forgotten lyrics on the stage and i've felt like super embarrassed about it like oh that's mm. horrible everyone noticed and it's like mm-hmm. was horrible everyone's thinking about it which mm-hmm. they're not and then another time i forgot lyrics and it was like i, I don't care like it, it's whatever it's no big deal it happens right yeah it's just interesting part of that is what um, psychologists call uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. 
and the thought that CBT are, and this isn't perfect, but the, our, our thoughts affect our, our feelings and our feelings affect our actions. And it kind of makes like a, a big circle. And mm-hmm. so like, but sometimes your feelings can affect your thoughts, which then affect your actions. Yada, yada. But if you're in a healthy pattern of thinking, usually those negative feelings you get don't affect you as greatly. Or if you get an intrusive thought and you're like, that's dumb, you can quickly combat it because you're like, no, that's not dumb. That happens sometimes. Or you can shrug it off. Yeah. But I don't know. I think sometimes that falls short because sometimes it's just like you can think all the right things, but if you're in a bad mood, it's just hard to get out of it sometimes. Like if you got like a horrible night's sleep and you're just feeling like really high blood pressure and just agitated, it's like you got to take care of your body first, I think, before you get to your your headspace. Yeah. Usually. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, then sometimes it's not even an explainable mood. Right, exactly. Sometimes you're just like in a bad mood and you can kind of look back and be like, okay, well, it's kind of been like gradually getting to this part of being in a bad mood, but there's no real way of like explaining why. Right, It's like, right. oh, well, I guess I'll like pray to hopefully be taken out of this bad mood because there's nothing I can and, do about it. And one thing I find is, and it's kind of a very paradoxical nature of it, is that you kind of have to accept it. You have to be yeah. like, yeah, that's how I feel right now. And I've noticed that sometimes even with like embarrassment, ang- anxious feelings, different things like that, the more you try to resist it, the more it um, gets bad. its head. Yeah. yeah. Because it's almost like you're fueling a fire. Yeah. It's almost like you're trying you're to put out. You're letting it like win. Yeah. It's almost like you have a campfire and you're trying to put it out by blowing on it. And you're like, it's spreading. It's only getting worse. And you're yeah. like, so you blow on it harder and it just yeah. gets worse, right. you know? And so, but if you kind of just let it be, it kind of fizzles itself out. Yeah. I find. And just kind of have to surrender it, you know? Be like, yeah. Oh, that's how I feel. Surrender. But. Oh, yeah. Well. Well, well, well. We well, should probably well. get on with our day here, don't you think? Probably. So what, what do you, why do you say that? Because it's uh, work hours? No. I guess work hours is kind of fluid. It's yeah. kind of flexible. I'm always working. Here at the church. Sometimes it's just at the church, and sometimes it's at home, and sometimes it's uh, on the streets. As I'm just loving the homeless. Loving the lost. Yeah. Like wow. I do. You're so uh, You're so holy. You know. And I don't take credit for it, and I don't seek the approval of man for it either. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's why you. That's why you made sure and to put say it on YouTube. And to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't take selfies while doing it. I don't post on Instagram about it. <laughs> well, hey guys, I'm just down here downtown. Evangelizing, loving on, loving on the lost, evangelizing yeah. like I do. I just gave a hundred dollar bill to. Some homeless person. Yep. Yep. Get that on Like live. and subscribe. <laughs> and then you give it to him. Wait, hold on. My signal's bad. Take it back. Yeah. Wait, wait. No. Okay, we're live now. Phone. Okay, here, here you go. Yeah. Act like you just did. <laughs> I forgot to hit record. Hold on. 
That's the worst, dude. If I ever do that, uh, make sure you. Uh, I will. I'll call you intervention. Out. Oh, I, I will. I'll call you out. Yeah, call me out. Slap me. Slap me silly. Wake <laughs> me up. Slap I'll me with slap a Bible. You serious. Ooh, that's worse. I like that. Than slapping you silly. Mm-hmm. On that note. On that note. Thanks for listening to Rabbit Trails. Rabbit Trails. Thanks for being on the ride with us through all the various trails we just went on. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of trails. It was a lot of trails. More than last week. I feel like last week we got pretty deep. Yeah, we did. This one wasn't not deep. No, this one wasn't not deep, but last time was like, I feel like we're on the same topic for a while. And this one wasn't as preachy. Against like, like got the nature of the like, podcast a little bit. Yeah. Well, is there a nature to it? Yeah, right. Because really this podcast, the nature it's of the whatever podcast we want. is our nature. That's true. It is a... That's how it was birthed. It is a small like intellectual thought child made by Graham and Adam. Thought child. <laughs> and that goes with the word I just used, birthed. Wow. Um, but it's not a real child. Yeah, because it's... it's I mean, it's... It, concept. What? Yeah. Whatever we say... Or however we do this podcast is going to be the nature of the podcast because that's how it became a thing. It was just right us having regular conversations and we're just recording them. Exactly. For everyone to hear who wants to hear. Everyone and their mother. Those who have ears. And your let father. Them hear. Mm. Um, well, thanks for listening. Do you yes. have any closing remarks? No, thanks for listening. And uh, if you have any embarrassing moments that you want to share... On a mic, off a mic, uh, X, Y, Z. You just reach out to either Adam or I, Graham at eastpoint.church or adam.gardner at eastpoint.church. Or adam at eastpoint.church. It's easier. Adam at eastpoint.church. We'd love to hear your embarrassing stories because nothing's better in hindsight of embarrassment than being able to laugh it off. Oh, yeah. And it definitely makes it easier hearing other people's embarrassing stories. And then you're all like collectively you're in it together yeah you're like we're all oh, just silly goofy everyone humans. has embarrassing yeah I just realized that that whole whiteboard got whoa is is it's like grace cleaned fresh start yeah see you guys see you guys